0: All right, hello and welcome, everyone, to the long-awaited, I'd say, uh, next episode of Ruthless ST Radio. As always, I am your host, the Ruthless ST himself, Nick Burnow, joined this week by John Rupp and Taylor Singleton. Guys, how you doing this week?
1: Good, hanging in there. Uh, It's Hump Day, so we're halfway through the week it's friday eve
0: eve uh conveniently for it's... me it's friday eve for me i took tomorrow and friday off so
2: wow oh, <laughs> yeah, oh right. what a lucky dog yeah <laughs> okay for me thank god
0: yeah i took tomorrow and friday off so this is my friday eve so i'm very happy about that especially with what Enjoy. i just completed today <laughs> but uh what have you guys been working on lately? I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, done one of these little shindigs here. so. I'm
1: working on my evil so laugh it. like that you just did.
0: <laughs> I think I'm the only one that can do that efficiently.
1: Uh, that was pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, what have been <laughs> working on? Uh, hmm. This six pack?
2: <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's going to take a
1: while. Uh, that, that's n- beer.
0: No, for Taylor, <laughs> that won't take very long. <laughs>
1: no i not much i'm just working man it's it's the same thing working trying to get money to buy more car parts right
0: i am in that same boat
1: i'm Uh, I'm actually really stuck i have uh my engine is which you know because i'm doing the swap my engine is at phoenix getting work done and then I got to do the SC swap within my wiring, Ooh. and I got to buy all the parts bolt-ons for an ST engine because I don't have any of that stuff. I'd have to you know, buy charge pipes, uh, intercooler, turbo, all the other fixings to go on the block as well because I don't have any of that.
0: Um, what kind of intercooler so, do you need, actually, while we're on that subject? Do you just uh, want a stock ST intercooler?
1: No, no, oh. I won't. If I'm going built black, I I don't want to do stock Oh, I was going to say, because
0: uh, pretty soon I've got a stock ST intercooler coming out of my car, and I don't need it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could probably sell it for like 50, 75 bucks, maybe. Yeah, um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to off it. I'm, just gonna I'm dealing
2: it. with that with you, Rob. Dealing with uh, stripped head bolts on my <laughs> exhaust manifold, and uh, I'm pretty positive at this point that I'm gonna have to weld the exhaust manifold to the head. Ooh. I know, I know, that's absolutely stupid to do, but if I'm gonna end up fully building a block eventually, I I don't really give a fuck about this engine, so I've given up. I I looked at it for like forty-five minutes to one day and I said, this is too much for me to handle right now emotionally because I wanted to cry inside and I left well, it.
0: What <laughs> what does a new ish what does a new used head for one of those cost?
2: Uh Mill Iron uh wants uh the, the scrapyard here for a head. They want two hundred bucks and my old head. What? Yeah. For, uh, oh, for I got
1: a little bit of ripoff. Yeah, I, that's what I, I said. Don't know I was much like, "About the Mark, This, uh, I don't know much about the Mark what scene, but I, I bet you could buy an entire engine for two hundred bucks.
2: I found, I, I found somebody on the marketplace that's in uh, Cincy that want, well, Cincinnati that wants a. I think he wants like seventy six dollars for it, but I have to pull it out of his car for him, and I was like, "That's a four hour car ride for me." And however long it's going to take me to pull it, and then four hours back.
0: Yeah, but, bruh, he lives in Columbus, I live in Springfield. All you got to yeah, do is ask, and you got somewhere to crash.
2: Yeah, that that's what I've thought about, but with the, with the old lady in school and stuff, it's just not mm, like mm. feasible right about now. So, I've just been sitting here, counting my ducks, waiting for the time to pull the trigger on it, because... I know it's going to be a pain and pain and a half to to tear this car apart where I live and deal with the neighbors complaining about me screaming and throwing wrenches all day. <laughs> Especially because I use a majority. I'm probably the only person here, or the only person that that believes in that that still looks at cars this way. I like busting knuckles more than I like using an impact. I know that sounds absolutely stupid, but it I saved me gun. a lot of bolts. It saved me a lot of bolts. I know people that just use impact, impacts on everything, and they strip bolts left and right, and I'm like, my hands, man. I never strip a bolt. So my wow, – Well, let me back up. Can't say never because I stripped the, the the bolts on the head.
0: Well, so the way that I do things, I'll get it out with an impact if I can. If not, I'm breaking out the hand tools to get stuff back in. I always start it by hand first. To make sure that shit's going in straight, that's how I do it.
2: I just, I, I, I can't for some reason. I, I use impact on certain things, certain things that do need to be torqued down with an impact and stuff. And I really, really, really like my torque wrenches. So, and I'm, yeah. I'm picky. I'm, I'm super picky about it when it comes down to like engine wise, what needs to be torqued down to spec. Because I've just seen some wild things that oh, for sure should not. Should not have happened, and people do it, and they're like, oh, it'll be fine. And then they're like, why do I have so many problems? I'm not <laughs> – I can't stand it when people do that. It makes me, like, cringe.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I uh, I did my suspension, and I – even though I still do it that way, I still cross-threaded a freaking – I still had to break the, the left rear down all the way and take the main casting off because my dumbass cross-threaded the bolt to hold the bottom of the shock on. And I did that almost like twice, so yeah, that was real fun.
2: I did find uh, I did find out some pretty cool knowledge. I wouldn't mind sharing about the uh, the Mark One and Mark One Point Five uh, platform. Uh, you can actually take the rear springs out and buy a conversion kit to put ST3 lower control arms on it, so that way I can run coilovers in the back end rather than having the way it's like a spring a, a spring inside a cup with the shock
0: oh so you, I was going to say your are divorced your end is different isn't it
2: yeah so like i could i could run an st3 control arms lower control arms in a mark 1
0: that'd be kind of cool
2: that would be beyond different even though i want to do everything tubular it would still i mean time being wise it would be until i can fab up custom ones, I can actually take these control arms off and use those for measurements while I run ST3 lower control arms for however long I want to run them.
1: <laughs> I thought Massive made uh, tubular LCAs.
2: Uh, I think they actually do.
1: I know uh, uh, the lift kit for the focuses used a tubular LCA for the mark threes were a
2: massive so
1: that's an option
2: that is an option i like keeping my options open so
1: you could also contact massive and say hey i need this i mean if you spend enough money they'll make anything you want yeah
2: right i like i like make, make I, I for some reason man i just like making things like if i can make it i'll make it yeah, granted, yeah. Granted, granted, sometimes sometimes buying stuff is probably more preferable, but if I can put some duct tape and some super glue on it and it works, it it works.
1: Not gonna work for an LCA, bud, sorry. <laughs> well,
0: hey, before before we get into the nuts and bolts of this show, we gotta pay some bills and thank some people. And uh as usual, the car spa. Uh, comes in again in clutch and uh, keeps at least my car and AJ's car looking funky fresh. Uh, he does everything from Brian, or yeah, uh, Brian will do everything from basic washes to full ceramic coatings. Uh, and if you hit him up and say that we sent you, he actually gives you a 10% discount uh, with promo code Ruthless, which is pretty awesome. Uh, you can hit him up on the car spa detailing dot weebly dot com or you can hit him up on uh, Facebook and just look up the car spa uh the car spa your car needs this so anyways, so the main nuts and bolts of this show because I know we're talking about modifying things already, but the main nuts and bolts of this show is actually something that uh I know a little bit about. And then something Taylor knows a lot a bit about, and that's um, modifying the Mark III to either go autocross or straight to the track.
1: Specifically – I would say any any of the focuses.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, any of the focuses. This is going to uh, apply to Technically, anything.
1: I have experience with the Mark III, but – Right. It it should go be it should be across the board, but yes.
0: Right, right. I mean th- this applies to to everyone and the only thing I ask that you keep in mind when you listen to us talk about this is that we've done Mark 3s. I have a fully prepped well, it'll be fully prepped when the intercooler goes in. Uh but it'll be a fully prepped uh street touring hatch build. For the SCCA, but I've not raced it yet. I know that sounds weird. That it, it, it's even sounding weird to me talking about it. But no, I have not raced it yet this year because I've I've not had the opportunity to. I've been working out some bugs. Still working out. Hey, don't.
1: It's not a big deal. I haven't raced mine this year either.
0: <laughs> but
1: I I, 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 I will say mine.
0: that before I started throwing parts at this car it was stock for 3 years and it went from stock to fully prepped in STH in uh, a, a little over a year cuz the motor popped and when the motor got popped at that point i had said okay we're we're just going to we're just going to build it and here we are so and i know taylor you've gone way past where i've gone
1: <laughs> I've gone way past where than most people
0: that is true that is true, but you know that the the finished product is great, but I know like when I started modding my focus, I was like, okay, first thing first tune right well, first thing first before even tune um back right when I got the car, I'm like, okay, need a second set of tires because this thing is still my daily. So uh, when I bought the car, actually, it had a set of pretty much done Goodyear, the the Eagle F1s, which, by the way, are a garbage yeah. tire. And if you run them, get rid of them. You're an idiot.
1: <laughs> I have to agree.
0: I mean, I mean, we ran them on the Corvette. They were horrible. We replaced them. I ran them on the Focus. They were horrible. We replaced them. So, Goodyear, make a better tire, please.
2: (laughs) That's why I like uh, Toyo. Toyo Tires and uh, Nitto. So, I
0: actually went with, um, at the time, I had gone, well, we, had gone with, because my my dad also sometimes co-drives my car, so he kind of helps with some of the... Larger expenses, tires being one of them. Um, so we actually went with the Falcon of Zenus, uh 615K Plus, which at the time everybody in a Focus was running those. Those are RE71s. Well, we figured we figured we'd run the 615 till they're dead, and then we'd get a set of RE-71Rs. Well, fast forward two years later. This is last year. Uh, Falcons were dead. Trump paid me a bunch of money. And I took my stimmy check and shelled out on RE-71Rs. Come to find out, the la- th- this is my first and my last set of RE-71Rs. <laughs> Because Bridgestone doesn't make them anymore. They are discontinued. Boo. Yep. Boo. Bridgestone, I, I well, love I, you.
1: I'd have to, uh, I would recommend. I, so I have RE71s on mine. Yeah. Uh, loved them.
0: I actually have RE71s that are 10 mil wider on mine. So the factory size on the ST is a 235. I went with a 245, and I'm very happy. Anyways, continue. Well, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm a two. I have two. I have two forty fives on a seventeen see? by eight. Yeah, I have a two forty five
0: forty seventeen. So I'm a two forty. I think mine's also a two forty five, but I'm on an eighteen. Right. So mine's like a two forty five forty eighteen.
1: I would. I on seventeens. I wouldn't mind stepping down to a two forty five thirty five. A little bit less sidewall. Yeah. So it doesn't roll as much. Yeah uh but the tires nowadays that you need to get are the AO crap the, the AO52s AO yes yeah
0: the so Yokohama you can, you, those or are the uh a cheater tire
1: There's Oh, a- for sure but so is so is RE71Rs i mean they were oh, known that's as true a cheater too, tire yeah. too. that's true too yeah but but i mean if you really want to save a pretty penny the RT660, RT-660 yeah from <laughs> From Falcon. Falcon, yeah, yeah, Falcon, Falcon, whatever, Yeah. Um, however
0: you pronounce it,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, those are stupid, uh, I remember when they first came out, and I had just, they had just come out, and I was in the market for tires, okay. and I was like, okay, I've heard nothing but good stuff about the, uh, about the RE-71Rs, right. the RT-660s, I don't know much about, there's hardly any reviews out, right, so I went with the RE-71Rs, now, I didn't make a bad decision, RE71Rs are a phenomenal tire. Correct. But I will have to say I wish I would have probably saved a couple hundred bucks by getting RT six sixties and they have now been proven to be a little bit of a quicker tire.
0: Really? I was wondering yeah. about
1: that. Yeah, the AO 52s are definitely a cheater tire. The RT six sixties are just stupid uh why they're so cheap, I'd like to know the sides behind it. There's probably there, there probably is some sort of sides behind it why they're so I, cheap. I'm sure
0: they're so cheap to try and undercut the AO and the R E would be my guess. Sure. I mean I'm
1: and I'm sure that they are banking bank right now because yeah. of it. Yeah.
2: See I haven't I haven't I haven't tried any other tire other than Toyo. I have the Proxies R one Rs, the uh extreme performance compound tires. Uh, they're, they're like autocross, high-compound tires, so. So, the R1R,
0: so, when we're talking tires, viewers, and I guess we should have let off with this, we're talking about tires for street, street touring, uh, street prepared, and, shoot, there's one more class, um, Autocross. Yeah, yeah, we're talking autocross. So in autocross, in street, street prepared, street touring, everything but prepared, that's the other one. So everything but prepared, you have to run a tire that is A, DOT approved, and B, has a minimum treadwear rating of 200. Now, for those that don't know, the AO52, yes, it is stamped as a 200-treadwear tire on the side of the tire. And I have no doubt that it is a 200-treadwear tire. However, it has been proven, and it's known, that the, that the AO52 is what's called a cheater tire. Meaning that the sidewall is stamped as a 200, but the compound sure as hell is not. Quite frankly, I'm I'm surprised the AO 52 hasn't been banned yet, but um I, I I don't think Yokohama would would like that very much. Um. The
2: the tires I run are a 200 AA. Right, right. That's what we're
0: talking about. But the R1R yeah. I think is a is a R comp tire. Yeah. So R comp tires you're not allowed to run in street.
2: in like street class for autocross
0: correct so in
2: street i didn't even in street I didn't even know that. street
0: touring and street prepared if it's an R comp tire not and and I don't necessarily know i think the R1R is an R comp tire taylor you can probably correct me on that if i'm wrong cuz i don't know if i'm wrong or not i know stuff like uh, you, go ahead
2: that was an aa it is an A. It's a two hundred A. Oh, never mind then.
0: R seventy one R's.
2: No, no, no they're the, R one R's. The proxies R one R's. The proxies R one R. Wow. Yeah, they're they're super they're super super grippy too. Like when it's raining out, if I drive through gravel when it's raining, the like R
1: seventy one R's rip... are A A traction A temperature A correct. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, like the the only downside I've I've had with these is when it's raining. I've noticed if I drive through gravel, it just eats the tread on the tires. Like, I they're already pretty pretty warm. Granted, they do they are known to have like a really bad tread life, but like I didn't think it was gonna be that bad. But yeah, yeah, I'm pretty anything sure you get two hundred
1: tread wear. Anything with the two hundred tread wear is not gonna last long. Yeah, yeah
2: it yeah, just it, especially
1: two hundred TW tire.
2: Yeah, expect, I'm just stressing it, especially when it's raining and gravel. Like it, it'll just eat the tire. I, yeah, take, are take, we, it, uh, I take it like, as a yeah, lesson are we, learned.
1: <laughs> are we? Have we uh, started listing mods or?
0: No. No, not yet. So actually, I don't know, Taylor. You might want to look into this, but you may not be able to do it because you don't have a back seat, and I think you have a harness bar, anyways.
2: He, he doesn't have anything. What do you mean? <laughs> have
0: you, well, have you heard of the Schroth Quick Fit?
2: Yeah,
1: the one that it fastens to the back.
0: Correct. The one that doesn't need a harness bar? Yeah. That was actually the very first mod I did. Other than, other than, you know, my Goodyear takeoffs.
1: I'm even... so skeptical about that, that harness, man. Why is that? Well, it's one your your harness when it goes back, it's supposed to be at a, a certain degree. Correct. It can't go more than I think twenty two degrees. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And you, don't, I mean, twenty two degrees that you try to actually stay away from twenty two degrees because you don't want the harness when you get accident to be able to pull down. I mean, that will right
2: really right
1: destroy right. your shoulders. Right. And I mean, I understand it's it's fastened to a secure location, but I I don't know. It's a is uh, isn't there a shroud harness where it only where it's only connected to one point in the back?
0: No. Um, so the the quick fit is connected to both sides. So it connects to the seat belt I, I, buckle, and the um, you you have to unthread the seat belt bolt on the other side and thread the half of the quick fit on like a washer and then put the bolt
1: back in. I've seen it done. And I, I don't know, maybe I, I think I'm just biased because I am, I went full dumb on mine. Right. And I have a three inch full six point harness. Right. You know, so where I got two belts going in between my legs that are bolted to the by to the floor pan. Right. I don't know. I just, I wouldn't want to be, I don't want to be in any car that has, or I don't want to do anything less than a six point now that I have had a six point. I guess that's, I guess that's where I'm coming from. Because I, that three inch six point makes me feel so freaking safe. Well, I so I've, I've never, been, I've never put I, a trough
2: on. I just I don't like I don't like the idea of only having like uh, are you talking like or you said you have a uh, 4 point
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a 4 point. Yeah, four I point. I
2: don't I don't know if I'd so ever trust a, anything have less have than a an 5. Point harness.
0: Huh?
1: You don't have an anti-submarine belt.
0: It's an anti-submarine yeah. submarine rated harness, yes, but no, there is not an anti there is not a uh belt going down to the floor.
1: No. Because when if you if you crash into something at the front end, you could possibly side under.
2: That's why I'm saying, like I, I can't I, five point harness all the way. like it just makes me you feel can't so do. Safe. It.
1: People have raced with just a basic lap belt before. I mean, yeah. it's it's a, it's a thing.
2: That's borderline uh, terrifying <laughs> when
1: I, I would i would I would suggest if you ever go with an aftermarket seat, is doing a five-point or a six-point, and you're oh, like... Oh, I, I
0: agree. Oh. I, I agree. But if you...
1: I, guess I'm guessing, I don't know if it has to do with classing.
0: So, no, because I can add... In, in street, you can add a harness bar. However, I drive the thing every day. It still has a full interior in it.
1: And... Oh, the harness bar, you should still be fine daily driving. Right,
0: but... With the shroud, because I already have the the ST3 Recaros
1: anyway. You could literally just take it in and out.
0: Correct, and I have done that before. I've had people sit behind me, in which case I go one, two, three, four. It comes right out. I use the factory seatbelt. Move on with my day. That's why I. That's
1: why I use the shroud. Well, then that makes sense. I do not daily mine. I hardly drive mine as is. <laughs> Lucky I wanna... you.
2: It's gonna sound crazy, but have you ever seen uh, the Kirky 55 V series, like uh, vintage bucket seats, like the low back bucket seats? Uh huh. I want to. I don't run even those. know
1: how those are illegal.
2: I want to run. I want to run those, but I want to see if I can, because I took measurements and uh, I'd be able to fit three of them in the back. And I wonder if there's a way I can make it to where all the seats have harnesses. I know that sounds crazy, but. I think it'd be pretty, pretty nutty.
1: I I will have to say, so I when I first started autocrossing, I was on the wheels that I am on right now, but I had traded Avantgarde AG or M three tens for Enkei VR fives, mm-hmm. super cheap wheel. I think they're like a hundred bucks a wheel.
0: Oh wow. That is that is dirt cheap.
1: Yeah, well, they're technically a rep of their higher end track, uh, wheel, which I think. Oh, the RPF one. No, no, no. It's a five spoke. It's the TV five or something like that. Mm. It looks almost the exact same, but it's their uh, it's like their super light. One piece, what, uh, crap, what is it? Oh, the the type of material, how it's made. Forged. I don't know if it's forged. Yeah. But it's, uh, I have the cheap version. I don't really need, I don't need the high end version right now. Uh, I would like to get lighter weight wheels, but these are already light. I think they're 19 pounds. Um, as light, I can go lighter. But when I first got these wheels, I, when I traded, I had, or Mike had NT triple fives on there, uh-huh. which are rated to be a street right. r, or r, r rated tire. Right. It, they are the worst thing ever. <laughs> and of course, I didn't know that at first because I didn't know how to drive. Right. I didn't know how to track a car.
0: Right. Did right. not know how
1: to anything about that. And so I'm. My car would push everywhere, everywhere Mm -hmm. I went. Mm -hmm. I went left. It barely went left because it it would go. It would push to where the opposite way of where I'm going. Right. uh, Because I had no traction. And and of course, I didn't get these tires till the end of the season. I think we had two races left. And I put these RE71Rs on and I'm like, why the heck (laughs) did I wait so long? So we had <laughs> at, what was really cool is about the track that we were at, you could rent it out. Uh huh. I think it was like a hundred or two hundred bucks, and we rented it out for half a day and just for like me and my buddies. Yeah. I think it was like two or three of us.
0: You're referring to and, uh, Buckeye Miata Club, correct?
1: Yeah. Um, which is no longer a thing, unfortunately. But. Yeah, I, I know. They, I mean, Buckeye of... Miotic Club is the thing, but the track is not a thing.
0: Yeah, it was the uh, what was it called? Um... It was the Circleville Raceway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I, I think that kind I of went brain... out there. Go ahead. I, <laughs> uh, I had we had rented the track for a day. Yeah. And I tested these tires out, and I mean, I'm I'm literally just like, I get done. With a lap, and I'm just I'm smacking myself. Yeah, I'm like, why did it take me so long to understand? Which I understand. That's also, that's how you learn how to race. Well, you know, so... if you can, if you learn how to race on crappy tires, oh, you're, you're, you're gonna dominate. You only man. imagine how good you're gonna be on better tires. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now so... the thing is, is go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, go ahead, finish your
0: thought. Oh. I was going to say, I think, I think the thing that at this point we're driving home is the first mod that's important is driver mod. Yes. Get, get out there. Uh, just get out there. Hell, take your stock-ass focus. Get out there and just race. Go to an autocross. Sure. Go to a track day. Maybe not a track day, depending on your car. No, but...
1: Nothing will help you more than seat time. Yeah. Like, like for uh, me, I mean, there are people out there. There are people out there that are that can take my car that maybe have never even driven a Focus before. It could yeah. take my car, but they have they have twenty years of seat mm-hmm. time and just obliterate. And they can de- obliterate everything that I like, everything that I know, and the times that I've set.
2: See, yep. I would I would like to I would because I I think I could drive I could drive the wheels off your car, just how light you have it. I just something about it man every time i see it i'm like i could i could manhandle his car see, but but here's the <laughs> That's thing though. i built it
0: but here's the thing though see john you might and, and this isn't this isn't a dig at you or anything you might think that
2: i then get then, on the track and it be a whole total exactly
0: shit. exactly
1: Especially like, because, it, plus because it's i a i have, I have part I, of i've been driving to be, I mean, too so right i've been driving a long time I've been – I'm a guy. I've been in cars for a very long time. I've been playing race car video games since I was a little kid. Hell, I'm I get in the car the to go game. to a track, and I'm like, dude, I don't know shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's right. That's – All this academy uh, training wasted.
0: <laughs> so, so one of the things I did – and I need to go do it again. So when I bought my Focus – I had at that point done a year or two, or maybe even three, of co-driving a C5 Corvette with my dad. So, think of it this way. The drive axle's in the wrong place, right? Uh, the engine is twice the size, makes twice the power, uh, roughly, um, and the torque is just unbelievable. So it was an it's an LS6 car, 405 horsepower, 400 torque, right? Well, get in my Focus, right? Try and drive the Focus like a Corvette. Doesn't work. <laughs> the the thing
1: and, Well,
0: and the thing that I still have trouble grasping, right? The Focus is a momentum car. Meaning you have to be in it to get around a lot of corners. Like, you got to be, like, halfway down, halfway in it to get around a corner. Right. The vet, you don't do that. You get all your braking done before you enter the corners, and then you enter the corner and you power out. <coughs> Completely well, different.
2: Well, yeah, that's the difference between front wheel and rear wheel. Like, well, that, that's, that's
0: a... Yeah, yeah, but for for me you have, it,
1: you have other things and and power and right
0: right and and other like power torque the torque delivery is way different you know et cetera et cetera, I et cetera.
1: I, I, there is so many things
0: that right makes that. Uh, but but that's the nutshell of it right but I... so going from that to a focus that makes roughly half the power, the torque is all down low uh in a front wheel drive car, I burn the crap out of my tires for about a year. <laughs> Which
2: is why I, I was feel. on
0: the good years first.
2: That's how I feel it's going to be once I get this car done and autocross it for the first time. I feel like I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to try and power through turns in order to do it. But like, yeah, yeah, it's basically not gonna, just. It's not
0: going to work. I can tell yeah. you that right now. It's going to push like a bitch.
2: I, I, I know thing, a bit.
0: One thing I did to learn. And I want to do it again, and I don't know, Taylor, if you've heard of these guys. Have you heard of the uh, the Evolution Performance Driving School?
1: No, uh, maybe. I don't think so. So
0: if you haven't, go look them up. They always do an event in Cincy every year. And it's – the autocross school is two phases. It's phase one and phase two, and I think it's like 265 bucks a day, so it's not cheap but what they do so and and I did so dad and I have done phase 1 he did it in the C5 and I did it when I had first gotten my car what they do is they set up a a big circle with cones a right two right-hand turns with cones or left-hand turns sorry so they do a 90 into another 90 and then they do there's a slalom in there somewhere I think it's first. The slalom was first. Then you do the circle. Then you do the two left turns. Then you have like a sweeper kink kind of thing. And that's to the finish. Well, what they do, they give you, I think, five runs by yourself like any other autocross day. And this this is first thing in the morning. So you take your five runs, and you're assigned an instructor. And that instructor actually co-drives with you and drives your car. Here's the thing. So the co the, the 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 instructor has, you know, tons of seat time, is usually a national champion, or has podiumed at nationals. They're really good, essentially. So they know their shit. Long story short. And they will only drive your car at about seventy or eighty percent. They won't go ten tenths, and they will still probably kick your ass. But right, but what they do so so it's a combination of so autocross is always thinking ahead, right? So you're you're looking through your corners. You're like you like you're looking. All the way through your corners. Out your passenger window. Like looking through your corners. Because when you do that. And you look where you're going. As I'm sitting in my cockpit right. As you do that. And you look where you're going. And and you're turning that direction. As you're going that way. uh, That then helps you modulate the throttle. And you can get on the gas quicker. Stuff like that. Now I haven't done phase two. But phase two. What that is. Is they build a whole autocross course and do the same thing. And they help you link all that together. Which is really cool. I want to do it. Etc. But they have, they have all sorts of different schools and courses and stuff. But that's another way to improve your driver mod and to get more seat time. One of the best ways that I know to get seat time now is it's a series called Optima Drive Auto X, which is, it's $150 bucks for two days. And you basically, that first day, you will get like 10 or 12 runs apiece. Then the second day, you'll get another like five or six. That's a lot of runs. <laughs> and there's two that are in our area That at least I know about. So there's one in Cincy. They've been doing that the past couple years. And then the other one is down. Or well down. It's actually over. In uh, that Grissom Aeroplex in Indiana. And Grissom is fun as hell by the way. uh, Because it's asphalt. And it's grippy. And it's awesome. Anyways. But yeah I I, I think driver mod first. Tires second. And then at that point, it's it's kind of you know what kind of, what what do you want to do, or if you're if you're looking at autocross and you're looking at things like the SCCA rulebook, what class do you want to go into?
1: I I mean I don't really want to look at it as class. I want to look at it as build a car the way you want it. So well, that's true too, but yes, it, I guess I I, I maybe. Well, we, I guess that's two diff, totally different areas is building for class and building the car the way you want it. Right. Right. I guess the way I'm going to look at it as if you want to build a car to have fun. Yeah. I would do tires, uh, upgrade the brakes. Uh, yes. somehow do you either Rambo ro- rotor pads, get some Hawk or something like that. Yep. Um, I actually motor mounts. I'm
0: actually gonna put hawk pads on my focus. So
1: do at least a rear motor mount.
0: I gotta get that done. That's next.
1: Um, a rear sway bar or yeah. front sway bar.
0: I was gonna say in uh, street, I, you can only I change even... one. And usually in our cars, it people change the rear.
2: They don't typically that's change fine. the front. That's a that's a that's a I, um. Front-wheel drive thing. Like, definitely yes. rear rear sway bar.
0: Like, so, and actually, too, at least in the Mark 3s, to get to the front sway bar, you have to drop the entire subframe. Which is why I'm not looking forward to having the bushings done. Right. Because that's... Uh, I would say
1: a, maybe a short-throw shifter or a weighted shift knob. I mean, I know that's very simple, but that can... Help that, hey, that, that it helps. changing gears, yeah. banging gears yeah. is feels so much better, if, and it yes. does so much more. If you than a I, short throw shifter or weighted shift knob,
2: I would definitely say if you can't afford like getting like either an aluminum or a uh, short throw shifter, definitely buy a weighted shift knob. Then because like once you drive with a weighted shift knob, you don't want any other shift nope. knob like and, at and, all. And like it, it just,
0: I can vouch. it.
2: It it just it just makes changing gears so especially when you're just slamming through gears it uh-huh. makes it so much easier.
0: So so I have the Boomba knob on the stock shifter, and granted, at first I thought the throws felt like a damn tractor, and they still kind of do. They're kind of long, so I kind of want to shorten that up. I gotta figure out how to do that. I gotta figure out the best way.
1: play I mean, your cheapest way is you could cut the uh, the shaft.
0: Yeah, but retract. I want I want to do it the
1: right way though.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that's not per se, the wrong way. Well, that that is true. <laughs> hey, but... hey, hey, I'm all about doing doing custom mods and stuff, but I definitely would not be doing that. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I I definitely I'm either going to do like the the Ford replace the console mod, the shifter or like a boomer or something. I just gotta figure out what I wanna go with.
1: Like so for instance, when I had a mark one, I, I paid a hundred and a hundred bucks or hundred fifty bucks for a Ford Performance short throw short throw shifter. Yeah. The only thing that was changed was the height of the
2: yeah. shaft. That's really? why I tell everybody I tell everybody with the uh with the mark one. Oh on the <laughs> mark one yeah i tell everybody that has a mark one like the the best thing to do rather than trying to get like a whole shift plate to replace the shift plate is just lube the shift plate nine nine times out of ten the pro like problems that people are having with these especially the manual ones is the the ball that it sits in just doesn't have any lube in it so it becomes stiff and it's hard to shift just lube the ball up a little bit and it fixes 90 percent of the problems like i had to do it in in this one that i just got and now it shifts perfectly fine like i don't have any issues with it going in gear and beforehand i couldn't even get it into third gear i'd have to like force it into third gear just because the ball was like catching Ooh, that's yeah nice it one. had like it has like a little plastic fray on it because it's made out of plastic
0: yeah it, but
2: fun thanks to ford with their dumb engineering for that oh you know
0: that's forward for you.
2: Not not everything is perfect.
0: <laughs> right. But that's kinda where we're at. Like like bottom line, I mean, seat uh, time, seat time, seat time.
1: I would literally start with tires and brakes. Yep. And then yep. after that, you'll will you will find out. After seat time, you will find out what your car needs. And with our folks as people, you know, it's cars been around for a while. People know what our car somewhat needs and to, to help it a little bit. And usually like it's this mods that we said, a uh, rear sway bar, uh rear motor mount, um, short throw shifter. And, and then everything gets snowballs after that. Obviously my car snowballs balls after that. because um, I, I went overboard. I started modding every single thing that I could to make every single part better than it was from the factory. And um I don't know if many people know this. But when I started when I originally started modding my car, I was not modding to race it.
2: You were just throwing was, everything away. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was literally just I was this is how I wanted to build my car. I said I was like I want this. I want this. I want it to look like this. I want to have this. Um, of there Now, when I started racing, I realized there were some things that I chose. I'm like, well, this doesn't benefit me at all. I'm going to have to change this. And so what sucked about my experience is I had never autocrossed a car until last year, and my and the car that I started autocrossing was completely gutted with a cage and big brake kit and every single fixing that you could put on. Yeah. And so I've never experienced racing a car, like a stock car, never experienced a car with just upgraded brakes and tires. But I will have to say, I know what... Needs to be done for you to be successful at racing because yep. nine times out of ten, you're going to be turning, so you need grip, right? And you're going to be braking, so you need the brake power. Yep, you need safe brakes that will last you a long time and reputable. Now, I went, I'm, I have like the VMAX front, uh. Uh, big brake kit, yeah, which are 13 inch rotors with a four piston caliper, and I even have the they they call them race pads, uh, carbon pads. That oh my goodness, they are race pads. They're true race pads. They <laughs> they are the noisiest things I've ever heard. Uh, it sucks if I ever have to like take my because you know. I'll, I'll drive my car once in a while to get the, you know, the lubes running around and the uh, oil running around and shit like that. Yeah. These brakes, I mean, you can barely tap on the brake, but especially when you're pulling up to a stoplight. Right. The whole way. Because they don't make any noise once they start warming up. Right. They're just such a aggressive brake pad. But then in the rear... I also went completely stupid. <laughs> I did a Frankenbrake. So I have a Focus ST rear caliper with a Mazda CX-5 brake caliper bracket and a Volvo 5, 5x108 rotor Ooh, from Hawk. So like isn't, Hawk performance. Isn't,
2: it, it, that's a bigger rotor, isn't it?
1: It's a bigger rotor, yes. Now, yeah. Now it's the same size as the RS rear. The Focus RS, which I think, I think the Focus RS rear is the same as the 15 or
2: 16 plus rear.
1: I don't remember. I don't don't ask me. I, a, I I don't know. Not an I, st
2: st three guys. There's like
1: some <laughs> minute, minute, finite details that change from year to year, but. Um it's a I think it's a three hundred and two millimeter rear rotor, so
0: um the ST
1: or the one that I have.
0: Ah, uh, I was gonna say, I think the ST is a little uh Isn't
1: like, is it two like seventy five or something? Two fifty six, yeah I don't know. But Yes, I don't have the experience of driving a stock car and not knowing exactly what to do right off the rip. But Absolutely. I will have to say, but now, I, I did go in with crap tires, so then I knew that I needed better tires. Right. And I also saw where, okay, I can only imagine what this would have been like on OEM brakes. It would have been bad. Yeah,
0: the OEM brakes are... Uh
1: interesting to say the least i mean that's why in my opinion if also if you're gonna i think you should also upgrade the clutch or brake lines to stainless yeah. steel i need to do that, that is i have that's I what i have to, to do. i think i might only have the fronts i don't know if i did the rears or not I've done so many modifications on my car that I sometimes I forget. I what lost, I had to do lost the list. <laughs> yeah, well, i I had to actually make a list on uh, Samsung Notes. So, like, because people would ask me, like, "What's your mod list?" I'm like, "Uh, uh mod list? <laughs> uh, mod, uh, yes. How about we just <laughs> we'll just say that? Yes, you done. Uh, what what's all your mods? Yes, all of them." Everything you could do, I've done it. Now, that's why I think that's that's why I'm moving to the ST engine platform because
2: right. Nothing else to do. I'm going to just stay quiet over here in the corner. <laughs> I'll hide in the corner. Bye. We'll we'll see we'll see, what, we'll see what 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 she can bang sooner or later. It Ooh. may take a little while, but like your car, the like uh the, just the stock uh Duratec
1: 2.0, with no like with modding it or just
2: yeah yeah like after after I do everything I want to do to it we'll we'll see oh, where okay. we where we end up horsepower wise, especially for the money because I want to know what what's better for uh what's better value wise for your money compared to how much horsepower you're getting out of whether or not like just ST swapping it would be worth it or not.
1: Uh, did you not see that Jeff is, holds the number one spot now?
2: No, I did not. I have not seen
1: that. Yeah. Jeff holds the number one spot for the fastest mark one focus in the United States.
2: How how uh, how fast was it if you don't if you remember? Uh, 451.
1: God
0: <laughs> that's killer.
1: So and that's actually so I talked to him, him and I he and I are really good friends. Uh, so I didn't know this. But he, you know, he's on a standalone harness, a Ford Performance standalone harness. I didn't know, but they limit the RPM to 6,800.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's where the uh, yeah, it's it's their power drop off. They they did it because during testing or something it was. They literally stops at
1: 6,800. You can't rev past 6,800. On the ST? No, 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 on the the standalone. On the standalone Ford performance, uh, standalone the Ford performance standalone for uh, the uh, Jeff Bosie's swap, because he's oh, on a standalone. Okay,
0: arms. okay, got gotcha, you, got
1: gotcha. you. So and then also, he forgot to bring his four bar, and so he only had a three bar and was only able to hit thirty psi, and he's got a thirty series turbo that can probably hit 32 33 psi and so he shorted himself and if he were to have that four bar sensor
2: oh i bet you he'd, he'd be he'd... a little bit higher yeah wow well, quite a bit he higher. would have been
1: at 480 i'd say between he says between 474 80 in my opinion i think he'd be at 484 90. so he, what i don't understand about jeff I mean, I do understand. He's told me before, but he is on ninety three and uh, meth. If he and with oh, that thirty the theory, with a built engine, yeah, he's meth and ninety three with a built engine and that big old turbo he's got. If he was on an E thirty mix or E fifty, E fifty five mix, he'd be. Oh, and with Ox Fuel, if he gets rid of that math and goes a four point uh, four port Ox, he'll be over five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine five hundred in a Mark One Focus? <laughs> That's nuts. With how light that is. Oh, it's stupid nuts. That
0: is that is cray cray right there.
1: I mean, literally, I, I don't think anybody's be, gonna be able to catch him now unless somebody does a V eight swap with a shit ton of power and boost added yeah
2: well i mean nobody's really pushed an st swap in it in, in a uh mark one yet so
1: right he's the only one i mean people have done st yeah. swaps in mark one yeah but nobody's uh, but nobody's he's pushing the only one it. that's in a built engine
2: yeah I've, so, i'm I mean, I'm that's just
1: gonna be nuts
2: I'm just curious on what I can get out of it. I'm not trying to like go after like the most. I, I think I've said it before. I'm not going after like the most amount of horsepower right out of the gate. I just want to see where it falls. I just want to see where it falls and then play around with it. You know, mess with the setup and see if I can get it a little bit faster out of what I want to do to it. Like I want to build the top end, which is why I don't care if I weld the the headers on. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just don't care because it, it's gonna get torn apart anyway. So, right, right. Yeah,
1: I, you don't need all that power, man. You really yeah, don't. Yeah, not, not, not in something in as, as,
2: yeah, the, it's, they're so light of a car when you've got them. It's just, having that much horsepower, you, you're you going to have all that horsepower and no play. Like, you're not going to be able to play around with it.
0: Yeah, you're just going to spin all night or all day.
2: I've, I've, tried, I've, I've, I've tried and tried to explain that to some people, especially, like, the Honda guys and stuff. I tried to explain that to Honda guys. I'm like, you guys are going right out of the gate and just... Go gutting your car and going for, like, 700 horsepower. And I'm like, you guys have not nothing to back it up. You know, you guys aren't doing, like, uh, grippier tires, tires in the tires. front, suspension work, or wide, yeah, wider tires, or like, um, well, like a weight plate in the front. They just like, they're like, we're just going to cut all the weight out of it and make it as fast as possible. And I'm like, that's not how, that's not how <laughs> going fair, fast works.
1: <laughs> to be fair, and I'm not, I'm not trying to stick up for them. But they have a totally different aftermarket scene than we do. Well,
0: that is true. Yeah.
1: So they can, they could literally get 500 horsepower for a quarter of the cost that it takes us to get to 500
2: horsepower, but maybe even. Oh yeah, definitely. They
1: have eBay bolt on turbos. They have eBay headers. Not saying we don't have eBay headers, uh, but, but turbo manifolds. Yeah. They have uh, eBay intercoolers that, Hey, even if you blow a turbo instead of dropping two grand like what we would have to do to get a new turbo minus they could could probably just drop uh maybe a couple hundred bucks on an ebay turbo and so what if it only lasts uh a a few months or maybe a year maybe more than that you're still saving a lot more than my two thousand dollar turbo right So I will have to say, like, for them to go full bore, like, I I have seen it. So when I worked for Wild West, he did, he was a big import guy, Acura Honda guy, right? Mm -hmm. He loved RSX, RSXs, and he did a bunch of Honda Civics. He did the exact same. He did literally what you said. He gutted it. He had a Kirky seat in there, which Kirky seats are light as hell. Yeah. Kirky seats have nothing to them. Um, he gutted every single thing possible. He was taking off bumpers, uh, just to, uh, which rear bumper is kind of common, but, uh, and he was, he cut a hole in his headlight to put a velocity stack in. I, I don't know if you know what those are, but it's like that funnel looking thing uh-huh. to get air yeah. into the intake through the
2: headlight. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to do like a this custom thing, velocity mine, yeah. Right?
1: Uh, he did all this work. He uh, he ported his head and all this other stuff his, himself, and put a nitrous kit on it. And they were like, "Oh, I'm just gonna send it because if anything breaks, I can get anything. I can get all this stuff. Whatever breaks, I can get for stupid cheap." Right.
2: How many which, Honda which, Civics? How many Honda Civics do you see in a junkyard? Barely, barely. Well, I mean, it depends. It depends on which Civic, you know. 'Cause well, like I guess they do last for a for a very long time, but well, yeah. like the D, the D seventeen the D seventeen Civic is like Well, I mean, one I'm of the talking about, like you
1: could, you could go find a subframe if that breaks. You could go find an engine yeah. if that breaks. Yep. You could find
2: everything that and you almost, can. And almost all of them are like Legos where they just all bolt together anyway. So
1: yep. Yeah, and I'm mad about it because even though there is so much, I will have to say our market does not have a lot of people interested enough to No explore that bolt on lego this because yeah, i I, yeah. I found out the other day that there was more transmissions that
2: bolt up than i knew yeah i didn't even i i, I for the longest time i didn't even know that the eco boost out of the mustang the four-cylinder eco boost bolts to the mtx 75 like i didn't even know that was a thing
1: t- yeah bell housing, uh, bolt pattern. I mean, it's it's the
2: same fucking thing. I I didn't even know that, and I actually had uh, somebody from a whole different Discord tell me about it, and I was like, wait, what? Like, somebody that's not even in the car world, and he was like, like, yeah. The
1: Mazda Miata 6-speed bolts up to the TUO Ooh,
0: That'd be a nice trans. Which I think is...
1: Isn't that close to the RX-7 Trance, too? I so believe there, so. Isn't yes. there a po- I'm a, there there it a Possibility is. you could put an RX-7 Trance into a Focus? I'm sure you can make it work. <laughs> I'm sure you could. But um, any,
0: anyways, we we kind of got off topic a little bit, but
1: I, I, well yeah that's. What I mean that
0: at. that's par for the course with us, right?
1: Right. But
0: we've kind of reached our our limit on on first mods, so we'll have to kind of. Save that for a later episode when we have everyone. That'd right. be a good one for everyone. So,
1: so what else? did we what did we agree upon? Is the bare minimum uh, driver mod. drive time driver mod the brakes and tires, and then if you really want to go into detail, uh, yeah. rear motor mount, rear sway, sway bar or rear sway bar. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yada yada yada, short yeah. throw shift. Right. I would I would
2: I would say mainly mainly tires and suspension. Like just tires and suspension. Period will change your entire car. Correct. Just don't do what I did and cut the springs, because then you just don't do won. that.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Then you just hate your life. Yeah, don't do that. Anything else you guys want to throw in there before we uh, sign this sucker off? No,
1: gutting a car is not a race car. <laughs> Uh, wow, those are fighting words. Those are those <laughs> I'm are kid, fighting I'm words. Just kidding. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, for Taylor Singleton, for John Rupp, I'm Nick Bernal. This has been Ruthless St Radio, and we will see you next time. Have a good one.